This is Writing Excuses, Season 2, Episode 19. Do creative writing classes help? 15 minutes long, because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. And I'm Howard. Okay. Dan and I met while we were both taking a creative writing class at um, BYU. Um, I went on to get a master's in creative writing. Um, Dan and I, I know both spent a lot of time in creative writing classes. Howard, you've sat in on a lot of lectures and um, listened to us ramble on the podcast. I want to talk about this. Is it useful? A lot of people email me and say, I'm thinking of going and taking creative writing classes, getting an MFA. Is it useful? Dan, were your classes useful? My classes were very useful, though I think they were more useful on the business side okay. and on the uh, network side than they were on the actual writing skills side. Okay, explain. Um, the, the class we met in was taught by Dave Farland. I learned more about the business of writing in that class than I had ever learned before. That's where I learned that writing is not only something fun to do, but it's a viable career. Yeah. That was the first time anyone stood up and said, you can make a living doing this and I'm going to tell you how. That made the entire class yeah. worthwhile. I will agree 100%. I never took another class that did that. Um, I think that most universities don't have classes that do that. Uh, it seems mm -hmm. like creative writing education doesn't focus a lot on that. Though I want to expand this to greater than just classes. I want to talk about um, listening and on, on panels at cons. Um, I want to talk about reading books on creative writing. Generally, is it useful? How is it useful? How can you make use of it? <laughs> it, is, it is phenomenally useful. It's incredibly useful. And thank you for opening it up because I never got to take a creative writing class. I would have loved to. I kept wanting to and just never did. I was too focused on yeah, my major. You became a code monkey, right? <clears throat> I Actually, I was, I majored oh, in music. Yeah, you did, right. I majored in music and then did tech support uh, and, <laughs> and then product management, you know, 10 years in the software industry mm -hmm. um, and started writing again because web cartooning seemed like a fun way to tell a story. But I didn't really get good at the storytelling until I started doing it for a while and then started looking, <clears throat> going to conventions, uh, and looking at the way people were crafting people were crafting yeah. stories, and realized, wow, this stuff actually applies to me. Mm -hmm. um, recently, uh, with the current storyline, and I've mentioned this before in podcasts, the uh, the um, Longshoreman of the Apocalypse storyline, I took Act One and Act Two, uh, completed, printed them out and sat down with uh, Bob Defendi and uh, Dan Willis and told them, okay, you read those, now you read my notes for Act 3, now let's sculpt Act 3 together, and we applied, I mean, you know, they both have lots of creative writing expertise, yeah. and I've been spending time with you guys, and osmosis, you know, some of it's rubbed <laughs> off. Um, and I had somebody post in LiveJournal today, and they said, wow, um, the, these characters, boy, they've really... Yeah, there's this is really awful. This is this is great. And I, I said, hey, you blame my friend Bob because he told me, your characters never hit rock bottom. And I thought about it and I realized, yeah, they don't. I keep backing away from that. This time, the bottom has rocks in it. Um, do you need a creative writing degree to become a writer? No. No. Not at all. Um, I ask that kind of facetiously because it's, it's somewhat of a famous question, um, a, a famous conundrum in creative writing programs being that um, creative writing programs, what they don't give you is something to write about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, meaning they will you need a creative you, yeah. writing degree if you want a career teaching creative writing. Right. 
Um, so if you want to be a writer, a lot of times people say don't major in English if you want to be a writer. Major in something that will give you a lot of experience um, and interesting things to write about. Um, I went through an English degree. It was useful for me partially because my creative writing classes for which I was doing writing anyway, um, just on my spare time, I could turn that in, get grades on it, and it, w it made things a lot easier. <laughs> um, but it made things a lot easier, and sometimes you don't want the easy way. Um, I would say creative writing classes can be very useful, but you, you have to know what they're going to give you. Um, most creative writing classes will not talk about the business end of no. things. Books will. There are lots of good books out there. Writing to Sell by Scott Meredith. Um, I mean, Orson Scott Card's book is a very good one, How to Write Science Fiction and Fantasy. Um, Stephen King's On Writing is a very good book about the actual nuts and bolts of writing. But there are a lot of other books out there that will talk about the metaphysics of writing and how it feels to be a writer and expressing your inner <laughs> um, whatever um, and this sort of stuff. That can be useful. Most creative writing classes seem to focus a lot on that, yeah. discovering your inner artist. Did you ever run into any of that, Dan? I didn't take a ton of creative yeah. writing. How many, how many did you Most take? of mine uh, was essay writing, actually, okay. and uh, research writing, things like that. Um, I honestly, my experience after coming out of college writing classes in general was that most of what they give you is a responsibility to write. You're accountable, right. and you, you have to have turn, to turn something, something in. in, and so you have to force yourself to do it. A lot of people... Oh, like you were just saying, you were writing anyway. <laughs> yeah. So a creative writing class was something to get credit for what you were already doing. Right. Though I and will say, creative writing classes, one of the nice things they gave me was community. Mm -hmm. Meaning a community of writers where I met other writers who were struggling Interacting with, with other writers has made all the difference in the world for yeah. me, as I illustrated in my previous mm -hmm. but tirade. But as we talked about in previous podcasts, you can get a lot of that through a good writing group. Yeah. Or local yep. writing convention. Though, where can you find yeah. a good writing group? A lot of mine came from creative writing That's classes. true. That's yeah. where um, you and I met, yeah. so it's hard to knock that. Um, and uh, there are good reasons to take creative writing classes. Um, I think they will help you work on your craft, some of the basics of craft. A lot of things we talk about here on the podcast, mm -hmm. um, but they will often make you workshop your pieces, and people will point the flaws out in your writing over and over again until you say, wow, I actually should try changing this. Mm -hmm. um, it's also, for a lot of people, it's easier to take criticism from a teacher than it is from yeah. their peers. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, creative writing classes, usually your beginning creative writing classes, just as an explanation, will be survey classes. They'll make you write a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, you won't do a whole lot of workshopping with other class members. The teacher will make you read short stories and then try and emulate it, this sort of stuff. When you get to the upper level ones, then you'll start workshopping. Um, you'll split up into groups or whatnot um, and submit your piece and the class will talk about them. It becomes a writing group. Um, and they work very much like the writing group classes we've talked about. Well, depending on where you're going about. to school as well, yeah. your early creative writing classes, uh, you know, the, the teachers may look at you and say, oh, you want to be a genre fiction yeah. writer? Okay, and try let's and bring beat, that out. And try mm -hmm. and beat that out of you. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you know what? Uh, frankly, if you want to be a genre fiction writer, the first thing you want to be is a writer. And right or wrong about you know, your teacher's opinions on genre fiction they probably know more about writing than you do. Yeah. Let them mm -hmm. teach you that. Don't let them beat your love of writing they out of try. you. They, they will really try. Will. I've oh, run yeah. into lots of writers that this has happened will. to, that they go through a program going in wanting to write brilliant science fiction fantasy and come out thinking that it's, it's just sludge. Mm -hmm. um, 
A good poet can teach you a lot about the lyrical nature of writing. It can be very useful for you. But the good poet will also often try to keep you from writing any sort of genre fiction. They yeah. Will, yeah, they, yeah, they will. Now, now, as Howard said, if you want to be a good genre fiction writer, you need first to be a good writer. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's actually a really good exercise to do and a really good reason for creative writing classes, even if they're not genre, is to force yourself to remove all the fantastic elements okay. and say, is there still a story here? Right, if mom arguing magic, with her daughter at the dinner table yeah. Yeah. and do, make it believable and, and interesting and no robots. Mm -hmm. If you take out all the magic and all the robots, do you still have an interesting story? And if you do, then great, you're on the road awesome. to be a good writer. You know, something else I wanna, I wanna bring up, um, I think primarily we're talking to people who have the opportunity to take creative writing classes. Yeah. We, we're talking, we're addressing college students in, yeah. in mm -hmm. many cases. Um, I wish I had been the college student that my friend Kevin was. My last year in college, I looked at my course load and realized, well, I need to take a minimum of eight credit hours in order to be a full-time student, but I only need six to graduate. And so I took the six that I needed, I took a throwaway class, and I coasted yeah. my last semester in college. Kevin took 18 credit hours his last year, and he only needed four. And the other uh, 14 hours he was taking were a machine shop class and a pottery class yeah. and all kinds of classes that had nothing to do with what he was doing. And I asked him about it, and he said, well, these are classes, you know, I'm getting tens of thousands of dollars in education here for a fairly cheap price. I said, well, all those classes have fees. They all have shop fees and material fees. He says, yeah, it's an extra 100 bucks or 200 yeah. bucks. While you're in college, boy, learn yeah. stuff. If you want to be a writer, <laughs> Go take, if you want to be a fantasy writer, woodshop class will be oh, very helpful. Get your hands, oh, get yeah. splinters. Right. Go um, take some history classes outside your major. Take a history of feudal Japan class. Um, just audit it, which mm -hmm. means, you know, just do some of this stuff. I think it's great. You know what? I, I realize now that the reason I made the decision I did was because I was kind of tired of school and I wanted to be done. Mm -hmm. You know what? If you're tired of school... Uh, you're not studying the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, if, I bet if I'd taken that machine shop class that Kevin was in, I would have loved it. Mm -hmm. It just never occurred to me. Well, now it has occurred to you, dear listener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to be a college student to do this, or you can go back to college. Mm -hmm. There are lots of things. Um, but, yeah, remember that um, an MFA is specifically targeted at one thing. MFA means Master of Fine Arts. Um, MFA is targeted mostly at people who want to write literary fiction and become professors of science fiction and fantasy. Most MFA programs, if you're not science fiction, who want to become professors of creative <laughs> writing. Yeah. Um, if you want to become a professor of creative writing, and these, these are the classes, but um, I applied to 12 and didn't get in, and I was submitting a launcher's. Um, so it's, yeah. they're tough. They're tough to get in. Um, but I think what Howard said, you know, your experience as a writer, take lots of different things instead. Mm -hmm. um, what well, is, what is, okay. I, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about college. I know a lot of our listeners are younger yeah. than that. There's no need to wait that long. Right. Um, I was talking to a friend online the other day and, about all the writing classes I had in elementary school. I've been writing stories since second grade. And, uh, you know, he pointed out that not everybody gets to do that in elementary school. So I feel really lucky now. But, Having Are you lording that, over us your yes, elementary school right. education? I, I had a much better elementary well. education <laughs> than you. No, my point is you can start doing this as early as possible yeah. and, yeah. and uh, you know, start writing and start learning other things as early as possible.
All right, we've got about, what, three minutes left. Let's talk about things we've either read in a book or taken from a class or gotten from a panel or something like this that has significantly influenced our writing. Um, what sorts of things have we learned by taking these classes? Um, we've already mentioned Dave's class, mm -hmm. um, which, which meant a lot. Um, I have learned a lot about brainstorming from cons. Going to panels where people show brains, the brainstorming process yep. has helped me to learn how to brainstorm more effectively. Learning that world builders disease is a disease. Okay. Um, that's, that's been helpful, hugely helpful to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, um, taking uh, poetry classes actually has helped me a lot. I have a, I believe very strongly that... Uh, Can you bust a rhyme for us? Not, not right off the top of my head. <laughs> no, I believe very strongly that writing prose and reading prose will teach you how to tell stories. Writing and reading poems will teach you how to use words okay. most effectively. Teaches you wordsmithing. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Books. Are there any other books that you've read that have been very useful to you in your writing career? Yes. And I'm going to cheat. I'm going to call Understanding Comics okay. by Scott McCloud. Scott McCloud. Scott, that's, uh, it's awesome because it explains the syntax of an art form, and nobody had yet sat down to describe that syntax. Brilliant, brilliant book. Okay. Um, can you learn... To write? Is it something you can learn? We asked this in our very first podcast, and let's end the on episode this. we discarded. It's the episode we discarded. But it is on our DVD. It if you've got the DVD, DVD you've got it. that let, uh, let, episode. Let's cover it because this is something I think we need to talk about. Can everyone out there learn to write books? Can everyone out there become a professional writer? How much of this is art? How much of it is talent? How much of it is craft? You asked two completely different questions. Okay, answer them both. Uh, can everybody out there become a professional writer? No. Can anybody out there become a professional writer? Yes. Yes. Okay. And I, the, the qualifications for that are you have to get really lucky and you know, know some of the right people, and you have to have a passion for that craft, and you have to be writing and driving yourself to get better at it all the time. And if you'll do that, you have what every professional writer out there has, uh, and you'll start developing the rest of those skills, and then it's just who yeah. you know and when you know them. Okay. Dan, mm -hmm. any responses to that? Yeah, same thing. You can do anything you want, but if you want something, you have to do it. Work is an inescapable part of that, and you just have to work really hard, and I think anyone, if they put in the effort, can learn the skills it takes to be a professional okay. writer. Um, I want to say... And part of the reason I asked this question was to kind of toss it across the plate for me. Sorry, guys. But um, <clears throat> I want to say if you want to be a professional writer, and kind of the whole point of this particular podcast is you have to be willing to learn. Um, yes. Maybe we're getting into the whole, I don't know, Legend of Bagger Vance sort of, you know, inside the head. It's in, it, but it is in your head. And writer, the writers who are successful are the ones who are a capable and willing to take a hard look at their writing when people make suggestions and willing to say, I'm going to rework this from the ground up because I'm not doing a good job of it. Boy, you haven't said anything about the writers who are just born talented. And that <laughs> makes me so happy because I believe that the range of human ability, the range of yeah. you know, what we're born with in terms mm -hmm. of talent is minuscule compared to the range of human accomplishment. Yeah. That the things you can do 
are so much greater than whatever crap talents you may have been born with. But, you know, as, as good as you get at something, you have to be willing to learn. You've got to work mm -hmm. and couple, you've got to learn. A couple examples of this. Um, I've got a friend who wants, wanted for a long time really badly to be a professional writer. Um, he, every time he would submit something, I would say, look, your grammar is atrocious. It's just terrible. It distracts me so much I can't read your stories. And he, he would say to me, you'd say, okay, okay. I eventually figured out what he was thinking in his head at that time was, grammar doesn't matter. Someone will proofread and punctuate it for me. I'm a storyteller and I'm learning to tell stories. <laughs> well, we couldn't get beyond this and he was not willing to learn and work on it to the point, and he has, he's never gotten better at this. That's he, like a golfer who doesn't yeah. want to learn how to putt. Right. Well, and the other example <laughs> I was going to give was actually a golf, um, a golf metaphor. Sometimes you'll learn, you'll see someone like, someone famous like Tiger Woods saying, you know what, I'm going to rework my, my short game. I've got to break it down and start from the beginning because mm -hmm. I'm really good, but I think there's something I'm missing and I can't hit that extra few percentage points until I start from scratch again. And I think that's the sort of thing you have to be willing to do. You have to say, you know what? I'm good at this. I'm not great yet. Let's take it from a completely different approach and try it over again. Until you're willing to try these things down and break down your writing and start again, you're not, you're not going to make it. So yes, you can learn, but you've got to really try. Amen. This has been Writing Excuses. Your writing prompt is? Write a story about a golfing metaphor. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you aren't familiar with Locus Magazine, they're a long-standing and respected website, magazine, archive, and resource for science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Basically, they're the industry magazine for our genre. They also run the annual Locus Awards, a top-tier award that recognizes new, diverse, and excellent voices in speculative fiction. They tell the storytellers' stories through author interviews, book reviews, curated reading lists, international industry news, obituaries, and more. Locus has meant a lot to me, both personally and professionally. In my career, I've been interviewed by them, and I've also turned to them as a source of understanding who is involved in the industry. Locus is holding their annual fundraising drive to keep their doors open, lights on, and future bright. I'll be contributing to their crowdfunding campaign by donating a cutscene, some original art, and a couple of other things like... Do you want to do a one-on-one -on -one chat with me? So join me in supporting Locus.